Good morning, Blazer Radio. My name is James Fay, and I'm the host of Sideline. Welcome back to the second episode of 2024. Uh, today with me, my special guest, um, no other than my teammate and good friend, Sammy Patnick. Uh, some of you may have heard Sammy before. He's on the podcast when uh, the one of the first first episode of the podcast uh, when I had uh, Logan Rhodes on, um, which we have to get him back on, dude. He's he's it's been a while, and we. We still gotta get him back on to hear the rest of the story. No, he's he's doing some pretty cool stuff now. He uh I, I can't I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about exactly what, but you know he's trying to go uh law enforcement with certain certain agencies, so he's up to some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get him back on soon. So um but so we're gonna change this episode up a little bit today. Um really I couldn't find an athlete that was injured, uh that was available for this time. So uh, we're going to have Sammy on. And me and Sammy are going to discuss a little bit about athletes and uh, if they're really proactive uh, in the division, like uh, with college athletes, If depending on the division they play, are they realistically um, proactive in preventing injury? Or if they have a minor injury, what are they doing to – you know, prevent it from becoming more serious, um, and just just go from there. So we'll just see where it takes us. Um, so let's start out with uh, like personally, how do you, what is your opinion on it, Sam? Like uh, when we talk about you know, if you look at a division different division from division one, division two, division three, do you think that? There's just a different mindset between athletes and the way they want to do things, the way they're preventing injuries, or or do you think it's the tools that they have? What What is it? So I honestly would say that there definitely is a difference uh, between the divisions, uh, especially when you get up to those bigger like football schools. You know, if you're looking at Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Penn State, and I think the the main uh, and, and biggest uh, difference is definitely funding. Uh, you know, we played a, a small D3 school, so the resources we have compared to, uh, you know, what Nick Saban is giving uh, Alabama is going to be astronomically different. Uh, but I would say that we definitely get a lot of resources ourselves. Um, I definitely think it comes from a change in high school to college. In high, uh, in high school, you don't really have the, the, the proactive, uh, you know, trainer who's getting on everybody about you know, how they're warming up, how they're taking care of themselves. And then you get here, and especially as a young guy, uh, we, ha- we have a lot of young guys who get hurt just because the transition can be brutal, even though this is Division III. Uh, so there's absolutely a difference um, between D3 and D1. But I think the biggest, the biggest jump is going from um, high school to collegiate. Um, just because I have friends that play at the D1 level for both football and lacrosse and, and even wrestling. Uh, and I, I can't really, I don't think any of them have gotten hurt. I think one of them may have, um, and that wasn't, uh, an injury you could, you could have foreseen. It was a dislocation. So that, that's a, that's a tough one to, um, you know, proactively prevent. Um, so I think, yeah, there's definitely a, a difference in mindset and a difference in, um, priority. Uh, we don't we don't have it at our highest priority to do rehab. I know we, we emphasize it a lot, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, coach 
can't always hold everyone's hand. Um, and I think it's a lot more of a, a proactive thing. We see at the D one level. I feel I, I totally agree with all that too. And I, I think you hit a really good point of it starts with high school. Like uh, we don't have those trainers that are proactive that push those students to be proactive in preventing injury. And, you know, high school seasons, they're always shorter. They're not, they're not that long. So they make a really good point that it does start with the high school, you know, like then they come to college and they don't, the college is definitely much more strained on your body and, you know, so it, I, I definitely agree that it's, it starts there for sure. And that maybe athletes really need to think about this and this needs to maybe be something to be pushed out more to high school students that need, if they're preparing for college, they need to start now in high school. And it's unfortunate that today we see a lot of, a lot of athletes, like we see a lot of athletes not really care anymore and just want to go off their raw talent and everyone just wants to party now. You see a lot of the, the kids in high school just, just all they want to do is party and then they get to college and again, it's like that same thing. Nobody's got that mindset to, you know, I want to, I want to make something happen my first year of college. And I think that's, that's something that needs to be addressed to athletes uh, in high school is that they need to take it seriously in high school if they really want to play in college. No, I definitely, uh, I'm glad you brought up partying. I think there's a, a huge correlation between um, that party balance uh, with your sport. And obviously you've got school um, and, and other, you know, extracurricular activities. But you definitely see, at least in my experience, the, the kids who don't know how to balance that, that party um, that party slash um, sport lifestyle, uh, they usually are at risk more for not just not just injuries, but you know issues off the field with with grades and whatnot. And a lot of that does start in high school. Um, you know, I I didn't really party too much in high school. You know, I I went to a few, but I I, I didn't really drink. Um, and I you know I was healthy all throughout my high school career. I did dislocate my elbow wrestling, but that's not something I could have, I could have prevented. Um, but you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to say names obviously, but there are definitely kids that have, um, gone through my program at least that have, um, partied a ton and, you know, they've graduated at this point. Uh, but like they definitely got hurt more than they should have. And it's, you know, it comes down to at the end of the day, how much you, how much healthy food are you eating? You know, how, how much water are you have and, you know, your electrolyte intake, your protein, you know, because those, um, you know, those 2 a.m. Taco Bell runs will catch up to you, you know, uh, and, and a lot of guys just don't see it coming. And, you know, all of a sudden they're at, they're at risk for injury if it doesn't happen, you know. Even the sleep, um, and, and the alcohol itself, like, it, it takes effect on your body. It, you know, it inflames your body, and then you're not getting the sleep because you're also up super late. So now you're just even putting yourself at more risk for injury. I mean, so it's it's just one of those things that athletes really need to take seriously. And I'm, I'm curious to – I have friends at Division One level as well, and I know you do as well, and – I've never actually had a conversation with them to know what their schedule is like and how they do balance it and how they do prevent the the injuries. Um, I mean, I've, I do have some buddies that have had some serious injuries at the Division One level. Um, but 
some of them were like ones you can't really prevent. I mean, uh, I don't know if you could. I got a buddy plays baseball. He had uh, Tommy John surgery, but I'm just curious. But there's probably ways you could prevent it, but you know, I don't know. So, how? Uh, let's jump into this. Um, how do you think school can affect an athlete overall, and maybe with stress and stuff, and have their mind focused on other places that prevent that that can cause injury? Uh, school, definitely uh, a big, a big, uh, stress indicator. Um, you know, you gotta get, for us, it's 124 for a lot of schools, it's 120 credits, uh, to get that bachelor's. Um, and then of course, if you want to get your master's, I don't even know, uh, what, uh, what that takes to get, but, um, you know, uh, what a lot of us do here because we're a spring sport is we load up heavy in the fall. So usually you're taking somewhere between 15 to 18 credits uh and then in the spring you take it a little lighter um you know a lot of people say that um sports are supposed to be you know your break from the, the stress and your break from uh you know the the uh, hectic um you know amount of work you're going to get from school but uh i often find a lot that uh especially in the collegiate uh setting that sports can also be a massive um stress inducer and not just reliever um you know, uh, us personally on our, our team, we every day we've got to get in wall ball. So, you know, you're throwing the, the, the ball at the wall and working on those six skills. Um, we're usually we have a, a lift a few times a week so that can be in there. We've got to get into the trainers, you know, and then we've got practice. And like right there, that's four things. And that's going to take anywhere from, I want to say, three to four hours to complete. Um, and then, you know, you take eight hours for sleep. You know, that's about 12, out of 12 hour, hours of your day already. That's half of that gone, you know. And then on top of that, you've got to go to class, uh, you know. And then most people want to have a, a bit of a social life, too. Um, so, I mean, there's got to be a pretty – it's not going to be even. Like, the split is not going to be even, uh, especially in season. You know, you're probably going to be going about 40% for sports, 40% for um, – school and like maybe 20 percent for uh for socializing and you know hanging out with your friends um and I feel like what usually happens and this is um true for even the d1 level is usually the people you hang out in social settings are your teammates you know so it, it is it's 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 definitely easier to to make you know to make friends and maintain a social life um as an athlete but it's definitely harder to to balance that uh that school that school um that school workload, um, and a lot of guys don't know how to balance it. Again, it it comes down to you know kind of your habits, and a lot of guys just don't have the the habits built in when they when they get here and when we first see them as freshmen, um, and you know you you've got other things you know I don't want to say they're necessarily bad habits, but they're not the most productive. I'm guilty of some of them you know like video games uh that's not really the most productive thing to do they're fun I get it they're fun I'll play you know Call of Duty all day long uh but they're they're not the most productive thing and you know you you see kids risking their precious time not doing productive stuff and part of that productivity is going to the trainers you know is getting that rehab in you know it is mandatory for us to do it daily Unfortunately, I know for a fact we don't have everybody going in, and I mean that 
for us personally on our team, we've got somewhere between 50 and 60 guys. I want to say we're around 54. And I, I can tell you with 100% certainty, we don't have 54 guys getting in there daily. And that adds up. I mean, you know, we historically have always had a fair amount of injuries. And I would say about 80, 70 to 80% of them are preventable. Um, and that can, at the end of the day, like impact us a lot harder than you think, you know. When we play these bigger games, uh, you know, you've got York, Eastern, Stevenson. Um, we need those legs, you know, because they, th those teams have 50 capable players. And if we're only down to, you know, 35 to 40, that can, that can absolutely um, change the flow of the game once those legs start to get tired. So to answer your question, I think, yeah, the, the, the school load um, can be absolutely detrimental to how a, how a person, uh, you know, operates within a team and how successful they are health-wise and on the field. Um, but at the end of the day, like, school is never going to be so stressful that you should get hurt, that it should, it should you know, cross over into the, your, your health. It's on your own responsibility to be able to maintain both of those. What you're yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's 100% on you. Uh, I mean, my grandpa says it all the time. No one's coming to save you, you know. Uh, you know, you kind of just got to take, take, it, take it yourself, you know. I'm not doing James's schoolwork. James isn't doing mine. You know, I'm responsible for myself. I'm responsible to show – like, it's my responsibility to show up to – every team event you know it's my responsibility to go to every class it's my responsibility to get to the trainers to do my homework it's my responsibility to show face at you know team bonding things and you know no one's coming to save me yeah i don't i don't think athletes and students these days have that anymore they don't have that that like i, I i've lost a lot of respect for a lot of athletes um that and that I I've known that you know I've had these injuries or these nagging injuries and they they don't do anything about it and it drives me crazy and I'm like you need like like what what it, like what sets me apart I feel like from other people is that I have this mindset of like okay like I've been through a serious injury that like a little minor boo boo or like uh, like like that I get the that I get or something or like if I I don't know jammed a finger or, or I, I don't know got a bruise on my shoulder or something like I'm not gonna like some people just let that like take them out for a while and I just lose respect for you because I'm like okay well you can be doing stuff right now to prevent it and other times like and but you're not so like I, I mean you don't know what it's like something like some people just don't know, like, they've never either been through a serious injury. So, like, I understand that they don't understand what I understand. So, like, that was a lot of, you know. I get it. You have a different perspective. Yeah, I do. And I just, I feel like, like, I think, like, people, I just see people not working hard enough to get back on field. Like, if you don't want to be on the field, like, why are you here then, you know? it's And I feel like athletes really need to change their mindset of, this is a job like sports. My dad always tells me like you're here at college playing sports because you were like, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a job. So like stop worrying about everything after college, like 
you know, focus on this first, enjoy this, because you only get four years of it, and then it's over, and then you're playing men's league and stuff like that, and if you're really good, maybe the pros, but, you know. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, it drives me crazy that athletes don't don't are not proactive when they get a minor injury, and then it leads to serious things, or they're not preventing, they're not doing things to prevent injury, like, at all, like, you know, we got a lot of guys out with hamstring injuries or quad injuries, like, but, you know, these guys, like, they squat a lot, right? They, they're, they're, we, we got a lot of guys that can squat heavy and all this and that, but then we're not doing, like, the stretches. We're not taking stretches seriously and stuff like that. And I'm not just, just saying, like, those guys. Like, I'm saying it's all of us. Like, I'm guilty of it, too, but, you know, I also been really trying to do better at preventing injury because I do not want to blow a knee out again, you know, so. No, yeah, you've kind of taken the uh, the lead on, uh, you know, warm up, warming up and cooling down, and, and you know, you partnered up with uh, our school's uh, physical therapist um, to kind of get, like, a very effective warm-up, um, which, I mean, for me personally, has helped a lot. I've always had, like, you know, my back, my lower back always acts up, you know, sometimes I'll have the occasional groin or knee or uh, ankle um, thing, you know, just nothing, nothing serious. But like you know, that warm up first and foremost, I think it's it's been very helpful and it's um, very you know directed at uh, being proactive, you know, uh, which you know has helped me personally. I can't speak for everyone on the team, uh, but even more so, I would say that a lot of our guys, when I'm looking around after practice. Uh, you know, I get, we want to have fun. You know, we, you know, we got practice out of the, out of the way, which is typically the most, um, demanding part of the day, you know, physically demanding and sometimes mentally. Um, and you know, we, we toss the ball around and, you know, whoever catches it, you know, talks about, you know, what are you excited for? You know, something that cool that's happened during your day. Um, but sometimes it absolutely, you know, stuff like that takes away from, uh, you know, actually stretching, uh, and that I do fear, I do have a fear that that could potentially build up, because yesterday when we were stretching inside, um, you know, I would say probably only about 50% of us were stretching, um, and especially on a cold day like yesterday, I mean, you know, I think it was like 35 out when we were practicing, maybe, something like that. Mm-hmm that's when you're going to be at your tightest and you know especially when it's cold out you're going to be at your most likely to you know tear something uh and you know you don't want that because that can lead to bad things uh you know like I said I've never been injured um but you know I hate sitting out uh my freshman year was the first year we ever beat Messiah um and it was at home and I had tested positive for COVID like a week and a half prior. I don't remember the exact like um the exact number of days, but uh per NCAA you know regulations I had to have like a, a an easing back in period. Mm-hmm. Uh and unfortunately like my easing back in period ended like the day after that game. So I wasn't allowed to play. I was able to dress up with the team and warm up. Um, you know, and I, I started as a freshman, so I, I would have been on the field, uh, and I was, I'm super happy for the guys, obviously, you know, that's a huge thing, you know, to, to beat someone you haven't beaten, Mm -hmm. uh, but it was just, it was really, 
um you know it was like you know always the bridesmaid never the bride sort of feeling uh you know watching them beat uh you know this historically you know great team that has just always kicked our butts um so you know i hate sitting out you know i've never been hurt uh you know at the collegiate level but like even in high school when i dislocated my elbow i hated watching uh you know watching and not being able to actually physically contribute you know Mm. outside of filling up water bottles and whatnot yeah because you know who wants to be a water boy when you came here to you know let loose so so that's a that's a good quote right there who wants to be a water boy (laughs) when you came to play dude yeah Yeah. no it's that's uh that one should stick with a lot of incoming freshmen if they ever listen to this you know no i mean our injured guys are i mean i'm very grateful to you know to them and you know what they you know what they do while they're hurt you know they're they're the ones you know helping take the ball buckets off the bus and you know helping distribute uniforms but at the same time you know when, you, when they're told you know. yeah well yeah i was gonna say if they were really really helpful they would have just done it without ass without being asked you know yeah you know the, some of them definitely it's also harder to focus you know when you're you're injured so sometimes their, their focus is definitely led astray um but we uh yeah, I'm definitely grateful to 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 them because you know they're they're the ones that are kind of making the team run. And you know, if we had zero injured guys, that would be you know us carrying it. But it, you know, at the same time, I feel like you know everybody owes their dues. You know, freshmen to seniors and grad students. You know, so you know we all have jobs. Yeah. Uh, you know, within our team. You know, freshmen are like ball buckets. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know the exact. Uh, you know assignments but uh you know we we can all do our part you know we don't need the injured guys uh although i am grateful that they they lighten our load a little bit i'd rather see you on the field than you know bringing out the water jug for practice oh yeah yeah well sammy any last words for athletes right now to be more proactive in college or any high school athletes or just overall Give it to them. Let them know what it what what do they need to do to be more proactive to prevent injury and see the field. Uh, I would honestly just say look at the the injured people around you. If you if you want, um, you know, a physical a physical object or you know idea of what um, where where you're gonna be if you're not proactively um, going to the trainers, hydrating, eating right, going to bed at the right time. If you want like an example of you know, you being the water boy, look at look at your injured teammates um, who have become the water boy. So I guess, yeah, the final word would just be you didn't come here to be a water boy. You came here to play, you know. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Well, Sammy, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, Laser Radio, uh, this is another episode of Sideline. Again, I'm your host, James Fay, and uh, take care.